Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Ask John Call-In Day. This is an open question and answer session where you can call in and speak to me directly or simply listen live on the audio page on the webpage. If you've called in and have questions, press 1 to raise your hand. If you're listening on the audio player on the webpage, you'll see a box where you can type in questions. Feel free to enter your questions there as well. These sessions are all about you, and this is your opportunity to call in and speak to me live, and let me work with you to help you solve your weight loss problems forever. So if you've got something you want to talk about, please give us a call. Cool. So welcome, everyone. Yeah, if you want to talk to me, uh, call the number that's on the screen and press 1. You need to press 1, uh, and we can, we can chat. Uh, this is our last question and answer session for the new year and the new year. Uh, so I'm really happy to answer whatever questions you have. I'll just say also, uh, just right off the bat, uh, that this doesn't have to be the end for us in terms of working together, being together. We can uh, work with you at whatever level of support that you need. Uh, many of you are members of our support group, and we, so we've got a monthly support group where um, we have tons and tons of resources, hundreds of hours of uh, Ask John question and answer sessions and uh, interviews and coaching sessions. We have weekly live coaching sessions with, with uh, some of our coach specialists. Uh, and we also have regular Ask John shows where you can call in and talk to me uh, in, in those shows. So, so uh, that's, that's a good resource for you if you want to continue uh, uh, to, uh, to stay in touch. If you need more coaching, we have a couple of levels of coaching. We've got the Total Transformation Coaching Experience, where uh, you can uh, work with a coach twice a month. And then we have the Ultimate Coaching Experience, where you can work with a couple of specialists and a coach and also uh, speak to me up to four days a week if you wanted to. So we'll give you as much support as possible. You also have access to uh, this members area <clears throat> for life. So you always have this members area, um, that, which includes the private Facebook group. So you can reach out to us anytime you have questions in the Facebook group or share uh, or revisit the, uh, the visualizations and the resources and the action steps and go at your own pace. Go as slow or long as you want. This is, this is a process. What we've done is we've put you in a direction of transformation uh, that can continue and can, uh, continue to expand for the rest of your life. You can take as much time as you need. We took five weeks to introduce the concept because that's a good amount of time to help you create positive habits. Uh, but the transformation can, take, can go on for months and years, really. Uh, this, this is about transforming your body in the ins- from the inside out by having healthier foods and healing your digestion and detoxifying your body uh, and uh, reducing stress and working through emotional issues and all these different ways uh, you're able to heal yourself from the inside out, uh, turn off your fat programs, reduce the stresses that are causing your body, tricking your body into activating your fat programs, uh, cr- start to crave healthier foods, heal other issues in your life, physical, mental, and emotional, uh, and, uh, and really help tra- and give you the tools to help be successful in every area of your life. So you can take as much time as you need in this program, and we're always here. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I will bring Nadia in to answer whatever questions are uh, she's gotten over the last uh, 48 hours in the chat roll, and then if you want to have a chat with me, I'm here. So let's bring Nadia in. If we Hi, John. Hey, Nadia. How are you doing? Hi, I'm really good, thanks. How are you doing today? Yeah, great. Cool. Great. Um, there are uh, some questions coming in already. Uh, Margie yes. is in the chat roll, and uh, she says, yeah. 
Um, I'm a slave to the scale. Even though John says to yes. throw the scale away, I'm too excited yeah. to, quote, check, my, check on my progress. How can I stop this? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Margie. Uh, and thanks for texting in. And, uh, yeah, um, the scale is an interesting thing because it can fluctuate a lot and it has no indication of how well you're doing uh, or, or little indication. Uh, you could have you could have drunk a couple of glasses of water, or have be retaining more water weight, or you haven't done a bowel movement, and that and that's two or three. That could be end up being a pound to maybe three pounds right there. The scale could be off. Uh, lots of different variables, and the problem with the scale is that we place uh, our emotional well-being on that number. Uh, so that is a that is a great great habit uh, to try to break. Um, and what I would do is just give yourself a couple of months of just focusing on really, really healing right now. Uh, the more you focus on healing, the more the weight uh, comes off as a consequence. Just if you can, just give yourself at least a month to just forget about the scales and just focus on healing as much as possible. And, uh, and hopefully by that time, you'll forget all about it. Your clothes will be getting looser and people will start to comment and say, oh, you're looking great. And, that's, and, and you'll, you'll know. You'll know when it's happening. And, and then you kind of get a feel for your body and you get to know uh, when you're doing well or not based on how hungry you are and, and the types of foods you're craving, how much you eat when you do eat, how often you're hungry, your energy levels, uh, and in all these different ways you get a feel for what's going on in your body. And you start to pay more attention to that than the scale number. It, uh, so it, it would be a really, really great one to break. And I say just give yourself a month at least. Uh, totally leave it alone for a month, and then hopefully you will have uh, broken that uh, that pattern. Yeah? Great. Yeah, thanks, John. Um, Bernadette <clears throat> is wondering about uh, a recommendation for a good juicer, something that produces good quality juice yeah. but still easy to use yeah. and clean. Yeah, Huron is a really good one. I think it's called a Huron Omega, uh, which is a cold-pressed juicer, so it extracts all the nutrients without uh, without destroying them. Easy to clean. I don't think it's that expensive. It's somewhere in the 250 to 350 range. Uh, so I like that one. Uh, Nadia, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. You, you might have a recommendation also. Um, well, the juicer that I use, uh, I have had for more than 20 years, and it's still on the market, mm. still for sale. It's uh, called the Kempo Juicer. It's very similar to the Champion Juicer. It's, it's one of those twin gear masticating juicers. And um, in terms of cleaning it, it does take, I was, I already chatted with Bernadette a little bit. It does take a little bit of effort to clean, but we can really do our juice in about 20 minutes from chopping up the vegetables to drinking the juice and having everything cleaned. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can check that out. It's called a Tempo, is it, Nadia? Tempo. K-E-M-P-O. Tempo juicer. Okay. Yeah. Tempo Tempo green Okay. And then also, Bernie, check out the uh, uh, Omega Huron one, too. I think that you, you might enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, okay, so cool. Manuela is wondering about, in the last class, you mentioned about drinking veggie broth, all green veggies. And yeah, she yeah, was yeah. just wanting a bit more clarification on that. She's wondering, do yes. you uh, eat the veggies? Do you blend it? Do you just yeah. drink the, yeah. the water? Can you yeah. talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I don't eat, I, I uh, there are uses for the, uh, for the veggies. Uh, I don't, I, I strain them out and I just drink the actual broth and Nadia, I'm going to talk to you about some of the uses for the veggies in a second. Cause I think you have some good uses for it. Uh, I don't actually use them just simply uh, more of laziness than anything, but you, there are some really good uses for it, but, but I strain that out and just have the broth. So there, so it's mostly greens, 
um, things like uh, celery and kale. Uh, I, I usually use uh, some fennel, some bok choy, some spinach, uh, some scallions, uh, uh, cilantro, parsley, basil. I just throw everything that's green in there. Uh, to fill the whole pot with the greens, fill, then fill the whole pot with some filtered water, bring it to a boil, then turn the heat down, let it, let it simmer for a couple of, of hours. Anytime during the process, add lots of healthy salt and cayenne pepper to taste. Uh, let it cool, bottle, and then strain it and bottle it into uh, mason jars. You want to fill the mason jars all the way up uh, because if, if there's oxygen in the mason jars or air, uh, the veggies won't last as long. They'll oxidize. So if you fill the mason jars, those glass jars up all the way up, put them in the fridge, and I, I use a big pot. I usually get about 15 liters, uh, 15 to 20 liters, and it'll last me a week to two weeks. And uh, and I drink them cold most of the time, and sometimes I drink them hot, but it's, it's, a, it's just such a great way to go throughout the day. You just feel so nourished and hydrated. And it is, it is definitely my favorite go-to at the moment. And if you put the right amount of seasoning, specifically the right amount of, of healthy salts and cayenne pepper, uh, it's, it becomes really, really nice. If you don't put enough, it'll be bland. So you've got to get the seasoning right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, um, and then, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Nadia. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to sure. say that if, if your broth is bland at the time when you're drinking it, you can even add in a little bit more cayenne yeah. pepper and Himalayan salt. Yeah. You can put in some onion powder or garlic powder too, uh, as long as it's a you know a healthy variety of that. That's that's kind of nice, and uh, and then you got something really really nice. Uh, the the um, the veggies, you can dry them, you can squeeze them out, dry them, and you and uh, I know Nadia, you, we've talked about this a couple of times in the detox class that you make veggie dehydrated veggie crackers out of them. Is that is that correct? I actually don't use I don't make my crackers out of the 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 leftovers from the broth, I use the leftovers from yeah. my green juice to make the crackers. Okay. So when I uh, make a green juice out of my juicer, the pulp that's leftover, that's, I'll use that to make crackers. When I make my broth soup, I, um, I use a nut milk bag actually to squeeze every last bit out, and then I mm, compost nice. the, the remainder of it. I yeah. don't usually yeah. do anything with that. Since yeah. it's already okay. cooked, um, I don't, I don't right. use it. Yeah, that makes sense. I haven't really found a good use for it, but, yeah, that's right, the, the – uh, the remains from the juicers, what you talked about, that you, you, you can use uh, to make veggie crackers, which I think is a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so cool. there's another question from uh, Jacqueline. The question is, what's the best way to keep emotional triggers calmed down uh, not cause you to turn, and not causing you to turn to food? I do the visualization as often as I can. Sometimes I still feel the need for yeah. unhealthy food, and it scares me. Yeah. Yeah, so Meridian Tapping is really good. So we've got, the, we've got that documentary film, which I think is in the members area now, Tapping for Weight Loss. Uh, and I'd love for you to check it out and learn Meridian Tapping because it's, gr- it's a great on-the-spot uh, type, of, type of tool that you can use. And it's real, real simple. Also, uh, the 10th Annual Tapping World Summit is happening right now as we speak. It's free to join. Uh, we are sending an email about it in the next day or two. Uh, you just click the link and join. It starts next week. Uh, and it features uh, 10 different interviews, two interviews a day uh, on how to use tapping for different things, stress reduction and meditation. I think I'm speaking on day five of that, uh, of that course. And, it's, and uh, so check that out too. But, uh, but Meridian tapping is really, really great 
for on the spot when you are feeling anxious and anxiety and emotions are coming up uh, to, uh, <clears throat> to, to resolve that. And then also if, it, if those emotions are, are translating into uh, junk food cravings, try having some kind of healthy snack first to stabilize your blood sugar. And that combination between tapping and, uh, and eating something healthy first might uh, get you to a place where you're, you're not having the junk food cravings. Because part of the junk food cravings that you're having may be from, and the emotions, may be from low blood sugar. Because when, you're low blood, when your blood sugar falls low, you become more irritable, but you're also craving junk. And you're attributing uh, the junk food cravings to the emotions. But I, I'm saying it's possible that the emotions may be coming from the low blood sugar, and so are the junk food cravings. So notice what time of day also that happens. And if it happens at a specific time of day, like 3.30 in the afternoon, then know that you typically get a low blood sugar episode around that time and have that stress reduction break that we talk about and that we've talked about in class three, uh, where, some, where in the afternoon, a half an hour before you typically, typically get that low blood sugar episode, uh, you're eating something to keep your blood sugar stable that's healthy and uh, maybe listening to a visualization. And I would add maybe doing some tapping to, to that. But try that combination. And uh, in, in real time, that, that could work uh, really well for you. Hey, uh, Nadia, I might, I might just take uh, – we have a caller, uh, Maury from Connecticut. Uh, I might just take her, and then, uh, and then I'll come back to you in a, in a little bit. Sounds great, John. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Nadia. Okay, can we speak to uh, Maury? Hi, John. Uh, nice to talk to you. Hi, Maury. Um, I just nice have a question on um, getting myself um, – more motivated to actually uh, move and exercise. The job that uh-huh. I have, I sit at my desk all day. I work from home, yeah. and I sit at my desk all day. And the yeah. most exercise I get is running up and down the stairs, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. for lunch and, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just very comfortable to sit all day. I did get one of those yeah. desks um, that you can raise up so I can stand for a few hours each day, yeah. too. But other than that, yeah. I just can't seem to really get motivated even after listening to some of the visualizations so get a, um, to get thin one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, something uh, and, more I could try to focus well, let me, on? To... Let, me, let me get a little bit more background about you first. Uh, so how, mm-hmm. how old are you? How, how old are you? 59. And 59. how much weight are you looking to lose? Yeah, and how much weight are you looking to lose? Um, I would say about 40 pounds at least. And how long have you had a weight issue? And how long have you had a weight probably, issue? I've, I've probably about, um, you know, most of my life. <laughs> well, I would say my early 20s I started really putting weight on. Okay. Um, and was there a trigger when that happened in, the, in your early 20s that you know? Like what was going on in your life? Um, uh, well, I was in the Air Force then, and uh, I did get married. I had a child, and... Had another moved, had another child, and then during that my divorce, his his main reason was, uh, I, you're fat. I don't want to be married to someone who's fat. Um, right. I did lose I did lose about thirty or forty pounds after that, but after we got divorced because I had to. I had no car. I had to walk everywhere. And um, all right. And I do do exercise, and I have to say, when I was growing up, I was called my nickname was Twiggy. <laughs> I was mm. very thin. Um, yeah, and it just seemed like Let, after that it started. Uh, so, but I still want to go back to when, in your early twenties, if I can, when you started gaining weight before the incident with your husband. 
Um, what was going mm-hmm. on in your life when you start? What were you doing when you started gaining weight? Uh, were you in college? Were you in the Air Force? Did you graduate from high school? Like, where, where, what? Age, like, try to pin down. Like, what age did you start gaining weight? I'm asking this I because I, probably... I feel like I feel. Just so you know, even though you asked you asked me a really specific question, but I feel like I, I need to give you a, a more real answer that's based on what's really going on inside you. Because the reasons why. We're not motivated to exercise is because we've got some issue that's causing our body, our fat programs to get activated, our body to want to hold on to weight. And, uh, and I want to talk about that issue because if I can address that issue better, you are going to have more energy, more, more motivation. So that, mm-hmm. that's why I'm, I'm going down this road and not just saying to you, hey, mm-hmm. you know, wake up every morning and put your, shoe, put your sneakers on and get out there. You know, like I, I, want to, I want to get to the real issue. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. I would say so, my whole life growing up until my 20s, I was very, I was doing gymnastics. I was always very fit, and I don't yeah. really know what, what stopped it. I really don't really know other than it was I just grew up with something. Just, I, was, I was away yeah, from she, home, um, well, that kind of well, thing. Well, that could be a big one, too. But what, when, uh, when did you stop doing gymnastics? Um, Right out of high, right when I left high school, when I stopped, you know, I didn't go to college or anything. I just went into the Air Force. Um, okay. And, and then, I had to is that when you started getting ready? No, it was, well, well yeah. I was, I think it probably was during, when I got married, I think. When you got married. When I started to put weight on and didn't okay. ever really get it, get it off again. I mean, I did one time, I lost like 40 pounds one time and then gained it back again. Okay. So, um, and uh, are you in a relationship now? Yes. And is that relationship uh, supportive of where you are in terms of your weight, or is a weight issue coming up? Weight issue coming up? Um, yeah, he has no problems with my weight. Of course, when I yeah. do say I'm trying to diet, he just rolls his eyes, says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> you yeah. don't fit anything, yeah. you know that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Be- okay. Um, and uh, and when you gained the weight, did you gain it gradually or did you gain it suddenly? No, it, it was kind of gradual. Okay. Um, probably in the last 20 years, I've probably put 20 pounds on. Okay, and when, and when was the last time, in the last 20 years, you put 20 pounds on, I see. Is your weight stable now? Yeah, I've been this weight for probably at least, 10 years. Okay. Okay. And um, when you say you're, so going back to the exercise question, now, when you say you're running up the stairs, uh, you, are you doing that for exercise or you're doing that just be out of life? You know, you got to run up the stairs to do something or are you doing that specifically as an exercise? I'm just, I'm trying to at least do that, <laughs> at least run. Up I, the see. Um, I see. You know, I live in a two-story home, so it's just, my office is upstairs, so. Um, Okay. I just try to get as much as, you know, going down it, I, I can't. Because now, now I've noticed through at 59, my knees are starting to bother me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's coming to me sort of intuitively, if I can, is, you know, it just keeps, what keeps coming back is your first marriage. Uh, because mm-hmm. that's when you started gaining weight. And then, you know, to have your husband say, you know, I don't want to be with you because you gained weight is kind of traumatic. Uh, and I can almost kind of feel it in your voice when you're saying that that there's something in, there's something in that and just just revisiting that and trying to work through whatever 
whatever the issues were, whatever the pain was, whatever the, whatever the emotions are that, that come up, um, working, working through that experience, uh, I feel like is, is, is going to give you some more, some more energy. I feel like there's something there that's still dragging you down. Uh, because whatever caused you to gain weight when you're in the marriage in that, you know, and then to have him leave is there's the, that is a, a traumatic and stressful experience. And, um, and I know it's, it doesn't sound like it's affecting your, it's, it's at play in your relationship now, which is great, but I do feel it's like it's, it, it's, it's painful and it's kind of weighing you down mm-hmm. a little in an unconscious way. And the, cause there's something like, as I'm talking to you, I feel like there's, there's something that's that's keeping you kind of like tired or keeping weighing you down a little bit and it might be the it might be the emotional component that we just talked about so i'd love for you to explore that maybe through the tapping you know Mm -hmm. through this tapping world summit or through watch watching um watching the uh tapping for weight loss documentary that we did watch that and then go through that process of what you feel what, what what you feel and what comes up through that whole marriage experience and see if you start to have more energy Okay. Okay. And then, and then the other thing I would suggest, on a more practical note, is that you get a stationary bike, and you put it right next to your desk. Okay. And every once in a while, you just yeah, sit on it, and you and you. What's that? that no, I, I've, I've actually thought about that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let me let's get real practical for one second. So I want you like even if you can get the stationary bike so that you can actually look at your work that you're doing. Um, Mm-hmm. And just, I just want you to spin for five minutes. No effort, just spin for five minutes. And then once you've spun the bike for five minutes, if you feel up to it at that point or you feel inspired or worn, warmed up, do, do like a couple of 10 or 20-second sprints over the next five minutes. Okay. And then I'd love for you to get do push-ups on your hands and knees. Okay. So, you know, for like another minute, <laughs> uh, another minute, another minute or two. Okay. And I and I'd love for you to do that in the morning uh 3 days a week before you've eaten. If you can or if that doesn't okay. work just whenever you want to take or whenever you want to take your break at, from work. Mm-hmm. Just start with that. Just start with that. But I but I want you to do the emotional work first because I feel like it's going to like kind of take, take the take the emergency break off, you know, take the break off of things a little. I feel like it's going to lighten you up and give you a little bit more spring and free you up a little bit. Cause that is, okay. because that is what you just described is pretty significant. I mean, anyone mm-hmm. going through that would, would feel, would feel a lot of trauma. So mm-hmm. I, I want you to, I want you to work through that and then just do this that I'm mentioning. And, uh, and you, you know, you might want to be inspired to sit on the bike again later in the day. You could have days where you do that a couple of times during the day and then rest days. You know, I don't want you to do that every day, but on the days that you're doing mm-hmm. it, you could do it two or three times a day, and it, it would be it would be fine, as long as you have rest days afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Take care. <clears throat> cool. So uh, let's talk to uh, Farah in San Francisco. Hi, John. How are you? Good. Hi, Farah. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Um, I put my question actually in Facebook group, and you kind of answered me, but I really felt I I want to talk to you about it. Yeah, and, sure. Um, that's that's why I'm here. It's a, so I 
I have been yo-yo dieting from 2009, and that's yeah. the year that I know what is the source. I know the source is yeah. I got laid off that year, yeah. and I got it yeah. very personal, and I and I didn't feel safe after that, and I felt I'm mm. not enough. And right mm. when I was in the layoff, actually, I went into a relation, romantic relationship. And interesting enough that in that relationship also, I never felt I'm enough. And at the time, I was very in shape. But he was yeah. always telling me, like, you are fat, you're fat. But I was not. I was on my normal yeah. weight and everything. So that added to that. And right after that, I started keep gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, all of that. And at this point of my life, like suddenly in the last six months, like I gained 25 pounds. So right now I'm overweight about 40, 40 to 50 pounds. Yeah. But I gained 25 pounds of it in the last, I can say maybe four months. So, so my question, this is a very specific question from you. And my question is, well, I'm doing the program with you and I am feeling a little bit better. Like I don't eat that much junk food anymore. I don't crave that much anymore uh, junk food and all of that. But there is this urge to lose all the 40 or 50 pounds because because I have like two very immediate family weddings coming up in the next two and a half months. And I really feel bad with my body. I feel ashamed with my body the way I look because I can't wear anything. So now I have mm. this urge to go into this diet that like you lose 20 pounds in four weeks or whatever. And then, but I don't know what to do, but my heart is telling me, oh, I already know those are junk uh, food. But then my my other part of me telling me it's okay, just go do the quick fix and at the same time simultaneously do the visualization and John's program. So I don't know. I want to talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, let me uh, let me just back up a second um, before I answer your question and get some background from you. Also, uh, did you you say that over the last four months you've gained about twenty five pounds? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. And do, do you know what, what, what the cause of that was, what's going on, uh, what the trigger was? Because it sounds like, you know, since 2009, you might have gained 20 pounds, and then all of a sudden you've just gained another 25 pounds. Do you know what was happening? Yeah, because since 2009, I was, every time I was, I was gaining but then losing, gaining and losing, gaining yeah. and losing. But in the last yeah. three months, I completely was careless. I was like, I don't care. I'm tired from life. I don't care about it anymore. Yeah. I don't care about anything anymore, and I want to eat anything I want. So basically, the last month, I can tell that I was not eating any protein. I was only eating pasta and bread, and I was absolutely okay. careless. And I was like, I'm tired yeah. of this life and all of that. Yeah. And where are you now? Do you feel still feel that same way that you just not like you know? You don't care type of thing, or where are you now with that? Uh, I still feel extremely tired, and I still don't care. Yeah. But for some reason, your your voice, because I listen to your to maybe ten of your different visualizations per day, 
And I keep re-listening to your calls again and again, like multiple times during one day. Mm. So basically your mm. voice is specifically in my head. So yeah. I don't have any more desire to go. Like, like when I go to, the, to have food at work, we have, they give us food. I automatically cannot go to the pasta bar anymore. And I, and I automatically cannot eat bread, bread anymore at all. And wow. I automatically, wow. I am eating salad and chicken wow. um, with my own dressing, which is olive oil and lemon juice. You, you um, might you might lose that weight already then if that's where you're going. Uh, you, you know you don't have to do this like crash diet type of thing. It looks like you you know you you turn the corner already. So I would give yourself some time with what you're doing right now. Uh, I feel like you know if that's what you're telling me right now. That's gonna have a, that's gonna have a huge and, and immediate effect on your body. So I would I would give yourself a little bit of time. That the you know the protein shake diet that you put in the Facebook group, that's really really junk. Uh, and uh, that's you know if you want to have, you know if you want to uh, take the principles of eating mostly protein or healthy fats or not carbs or whatever, that's great. But but uh, that specific that specific application of it I think is is, is gimmicky uh, and can cause mm-hmm. more problems. Even in the short term, not 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 as not to mention the long term. Whereas right now, you know, you're in a good place. I mean, you're in a really really good place. If you if all you've been doing is is eating nothing nothing but pasta, now you can't and bread, now you can't eat it anymore. You're eating, you know, this healthy chicken with your own dressing and all this stuff. You got to give yourself a little chance right now, um, and and visualize. You know, if you're doing these visualizations, visualize being at the wedding. And being at your perfect ideal shape and everybody's saying, oh, my God, you look so beautiful and you're just radiant and gorgeous and, you know, everything that you want, visualize that happening right now as you're doing the visualizations and visualize the process from now till then where the weight's melting off and you're craving healthier and healthier foods. You've done the work already. You know, it's time for you to reap the benefits. You're you're already, I think you need to acknowledge, you know, for yourself, uh, how far you've come in a very short period of time in like a month where, you know, you're, you're in this place where you're naturally craving healthy foods. That's tremendous. I, I'm concerned that if you go into some kind of program, it's going to create that whole yo-yo diet mentality for you. Uh, and at a time when you're just in such a beautiful place. So at least give okay. yourself a couple of weeks, you know, where, give yourself a couple of weeks right now where you're doing what you're doing and visualize the weight's just melting off of you and you're at the wedding and everybody's commenting on how fabulous you look and you feel amazing. And just, just give, give yourself a week or two first and see, and see how, okay. how things are going. Cause you're in a really good place right now. You don't even realize it. Okay. Awesome. And one thing is very weird for me is every time I listen to your visualizations, like the safe and yeah. healthy or, I deserve yeah, any of them. I don't know yeah. why I keep I I constantly keep crying. Like I visualize yeah. like my mel- my yeah. face is melting and everything. Yeah. So, so, yeah, like, well, so I don't know. The crying something good or bad. Crying, crying is good. Crying is healing. Crying, you know, crying means you've made a huge emotional breakthrough, and that's what I think you're doing right now. I think you're you're transforming. You're bre- you're breaking through emotional barriers and and things that have kept you stuck and. Uh, reconnecting with self-love and self-acceptance and feeling enough and all these things. 
so I think it's fabulous. You, where you are is in a really, really fabulous place. I, I feel that strongly. And I would just love for you to keep going with what you're doing right now because you, you, you're a part of the bell curve that, that grows exponentially in terms of how healthy you go, are and how the weight loss comes off and types of foods you're craving and the amount of energy that you have. You're in a really good place. So give, give yourself a little bit of time and use those. Let yourself cry because it's beautiful and healing and, and uh, visualize yourself at that wedding and everything working out beautifully. Okay, awesome. And the last question is, I know this is the last week for for us. Yes. But after yeah. that, um, so do you still have to ask John, like, once, is it once a month? Yeah, yeah. in the, in the okay. uh, support group, in the support group, mm-hmm. uh, not in the New Year, okay. New Year, but in the support group, I've asked John's once a month. And we've got, you know, over 100 Ask John's that you can listen to uh, that, that are in there, as well as rest, everything. It's just such a resource. So, uh, okay. you know, that's a, that's a great place to stay connected. Okay, but there, is, there would be no more core classes, like, right? For the, for the new year, this is the last class for the new you and the new year. We will be doing, right. for, in the support group, we're going, to be do, we're going to be doing, we have weekly classes. I have, I have my class once a month, and then we've got weekly classes with other coaches and, uh, and lots of other resources. So that, that's where you can c- continue to speak with us and work with us and, and connect with us. Okay, so besides once a month Ask John, you also have once a month core class? So no, there's no core. In a support group, there's no core classes. There's weekly coaches that, that do their oh. classes. Those are live classes that, that our coaches do each week. There's a, we have about seven or eight of our coaches do classes and at least once a week sometimes twice a week they do a live class mm-hmm. okay but with you it's going to be once a month and it would be something like this like people call and ask questions it's exactly like this yeah yes okay exactly okay, got it. thank you so much i really cool. appreciate you and every single thing you're doing yeah, I, my, I would be in my, the support group and yeah, well, my pleasure, and I really am happy with where you're at. And so keep doing what you're doing because it's, a, it's going to be like I think you're going to be surprised at how quickly your body's going to start transforming. From, based on what I know and working with people and what, you, what you've told me right now, you're in a really, really good place. And so I'm really happy about that. Thank you. I'm very happy to, and I will talk to you again in the support group. Okay. Sure. Excellent. Yeah. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Sure. Cool. So let's talk to Jacqueline in Tennessee, please. Hi, John. Um, thank you for taking my call. I was my very pleasure. apprehensive Hi. having the call. Also, I'm sure. not one to ask for help, which is like very out of yeah. my comfort zone. Um, sure. Well, thanks for calling. Issues, I know we were chatting. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. I have always been heavy my entire life. and um, Yeah. I can I do programs and I might lose five ten pounds and I get stuck. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it has been a huge battle and something I've been focusing on forever. And I'm just at a loss and I just I really have done sure. numerous different things. So I've done the Meridian tapping. Yeah. I've I've gotten the Jessica yeah. Ortner's tapping. That's how I found out about you way way back when. So I've been yeah. like keeping up with different things, and I've read your book, and so I'm. I don't know if I. 
I just know I have to get this off, and I just don't know what else to do. <laughs> sure. Let, let me ask some questions, if I could, just so I get a little sure. bit more information. Okay, so uh, how old are you? I'm 49. Okay, and, and any signs of menopause or been through menopause? Or? No. No, not yet. Okay. Any, any, are you on any medications? Just thyroid medicine. Same thyroid. And is it what? Uh, is it a slow thyroid or is, uh, super is, slow? Yes, I passed out okay. driving when I was 18, and by God's grace, got to a, they told, they didn't know how I was living because my TSH was 69 at the time. Okay, and and how uh, how much weight are you looking to lose? Um, realistically, 150 pounds. Okay. Uh, and have you been treated for sleep apnea? Um, yes. I have a CPAP machine. A CPAP machine? Okay. And how long have you had the CPAP machine? Um, since my daughter will be 13 years this um, March. Okay. And is your weight stable or gaining or losing or what? what, what um, I um, it yo-yos pretty much. Yeah. I, I've not lost the major bunch of weight. I did do like a protein drink diet myself for a bit, and yeah. I lost about 45 pounds, and it came back with a vengeance when yeah. I started going back to eating just food again. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but I haven't yeah. lost anything so, since. Uh, okay. And you say, and when you say you've been heavy all your, all your life, let me really zero in on that. What, what are we talking about from the moment you were I born, was born 10, eight. to, yeah, I was born 10, eight. I was born 10 pounds, eight ounces. Yeah. Um, and I was told that I drank milk by the gallons when I was very little my grandmother yeah. tried to get me off milk because she thought I was gaining too much weight. And um, yeah. so, and then it's been like that way my whole life. And any picture I've never seen myself in. So when it says picture yourself at the ideal place, I, yeah. I don't even have an image of me looking at thin. So I think that could be part of my issue because I've never yeah. been in normal size. Yeah. Um, and, and your food cravings, do you, are you, do you crave typically? Uh, uh, more on the starch, like car- not yeah. sliced yeah. bread, but like if I'm at a restaurant, yeah. like the hotter breads, um, yeah. that's probably more of it. I've, I've suffered a tremendous amount of tragedies at very young ages. Um, tell, tell, me what, tell me what ages those were. What, what age um, what were we talking about? I was 11. My first one, yeah. we were in a horrendous car accident. I told my brother to drop dead. We fought who was going to sit where in the car, and he died. And um, yeah. everyone else in the accident was severely injured. I walked away with no problem. So it was tremendous yeah. guilt at that point. Yeah. And then sure. um, I lost another brother, and he was 37, to a massive heart attack. So mm. I'm the only child left of parents that have been grieving forever. I had yeah. um, severe complications. Um, with my daughters, I was blessed with twin daughters after told I could never have children, and then a week later, found I was pregnant, and I thought I was miscarrying, and they told me I was having twins. My water mm. broke at week 24. I was hospitalized for 77 days till they were born, and then I had to have three surgeries after afterwards because I was septic from the hospital. Yeah. Um, so just... Let, and, uh, okay. Uh, well, now, let me just go back to when you were 11. You were, uh, uh-huh. like, how much of a weightish... How much of a weight issue did you have when you were 11? Um, I was still heavy. I, 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 
I was always the heaviest kid, even starting yeah. from what I can remember from even pictures of me in kindergarten, I was heavy. Um, yeah. So I was never in, like, the normal size clothes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay. and then I got heavier after so, that, of course. Yeah, when you say you got heavier after that, just in, you, was there an acceleration of it after that event? It um, yeah, I'm sure I had to raise my four-year-old brother because my parents lost it. So whatever an 11-year-old can cook, yeah. um, I took over the whole household because I felt yeah. to be blamed for my brother's death. So yeah. lots of guilt, lots of shame, and I guess I was yeah. hiding myself under weight. <laughs> do, do you think that that's the case? The only reason I, – I, I feel that there is, that it's, it's definitely a contributing factor, Um and I'm just wondering what you think, how much of a contributing factor it is, because uh, you all, as you said, you, you already were struggling with weight to some extent before it happened, yeah? Um, yes, I was, as I said, I was always heavier, and then after that, it just bloomed more. And so I just um, kind of was, you know, the people pleaser for everyone else. And yeah. still to this day, I pretty okay. much am like that too. So I'm. I'm let me, let me ask you question, about that. I, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. Answer the question. Yeah, you go ahead. Oh, and that's, I didn't mean to cut that's you off. I was saying. I just. Yeah. Um, I interrupted you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so right now, your life right now. How old are your twins? They are twelve. And uh, and what's going on with your life as far as? Being a people pleaser, or the, uh, is it easy, hard raising them? Like, what's what's happening? Um, they're they're pretty decent, good girls. You know, just the average going into you know teenagehood. Um, yeah. I work tremendous hours. Besides that, so I, I don't really do much downtime for myself either. So yeah. I've always yeah. worked, so I don't know anything else yeah. to do. And, and you have, is there, is, is, do you have a husband? Is there other, do you have other means I, I of support? Husband, yes. or, yeah. Mm, not do, so totally. do you have, no. I'm married. So yes. are you the, but are you support, are you supporting the family or is he? Um, we co-support. Yeah. Okay. We, we both are working parents. Okay. And is there any opportunity for you to, to take some time and kind of like slow down a little bit on the work side of things? Um, no, because I, I yeah. have my own practice, so I, I, I yeah. by myself there. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like, you know, I really want you actually to schedule the one-on-one call that we have. Um, okay. Uh, as soon, soon, sooner rather than later, uh, because I just okay. feel like there's some things that I'd want to discuss with you uh, more personally that are, that are coming to me that, that I feel that, uh, and and put you like go a little bit deeper on some, on some of the issues that, that you're experiencing right now. Uh, I'd love for you to be a little bit patient and as much as you can, uh, you know, adopt the principles. Are, are you able to listen to a visualization at all in the morning? Or, oh yes, I listen to them. Um, I wake up earlier in the morning. I do the morning. I do midday, and I do even before I go to bed every night. So yes, I've been doing those. Okay. I and, journal right. I've been doing some rituals for myself. Yes. Have you noticed any difference when you when since you've been doing that in in your cravings, for example, you crave less bread, you have more energy, uh, any any kind of differences um, at all? Yeah, yes, I'm I'm actually calmer. I yeah. feel a little bit more at peace with myself, and um, yeah. I'm not 
I'm not craving um, as much as I was asking about, like, triggers, because there's just, I get bombarded in a lot of different directions that sometimes it's just my only, it's always been my escape, too, I think, in the past also. So, um, but I've been really diligently working on it, and I'm I'm hoping it's just not too late and I'm stuck how I am, because I know there's got to be something to unlock unlock with this, and I do not want to do bariatric surgery at all. So yeah. okay. I, I work out, well, I've switched over. <laughs> all right, well, well, if you're noticing some differences, then, that, then that's really, I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh, because one of the things that I'm getting from you is that with all the weight that you're carrying, you know, and with twins and with working, and uh, especially with, you know, the, the, the guilt, which then caused you to become a people pleaser, uh, which pushes you even harder, uh, and takes the focus mm-hmm. away from, from focusing on yourself, you know, because when you carry that kind of guilt, you know, so you don't feel worthy. I, I'm just putting, it's not exactly this, but, you know, you want to focus, on, you feel like you don't want to give yourself any time. You want to help everybody else because you're kind of carrying this whole guilt around what you did and, 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 and judgment around it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I would agree 100%. I, I've come to that conclusion. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like in order for you to turn this around, there is some more emotional work that needs to be done, uh, and, the, and specifically around the guilt. Uh, and there is something, some very specific things that I want to tell you that I, that I don't want to tell you in this call uh, So okay. uh, that I think might make sense to you. But, uh, but what needs to happen is you, you need to get to a place where you feel worthy of, give, of, of, of uh, giving yourself more time, more space, uh, more freedom uh, to, to be able to relax, you, you know, because when you're carrying all that extra weight and there's all that extra stress and you never have a chance for, to focus on yourself, when all those things are happening at once, uh, it's, a, it's a difficult situation to unlock. And in order to unlock it, you are going to have to uh, come to a place where you are really comfortable saying, you know what, I need some more time, I need some more space. I need to focus more on, I need to relax more, focus more on me. Um, and, and there's some emotional work that needs to be done for that. Um, okay. but, but I feel like uh, in the meantime, if you can listen to the visualizations uh, and, and just create, carve out a little bit of time for yourself to relax, even just take naps if you can, 10, 20-minute naps during the day uh, whenever you can, in the afternoons, whatever. I have insomnia does. on top of that. Yeah. I have severe I, I, insomnia. I feel this. I feel that. I feel the whole scenario. Uh, and in order to un- unlock it, we've got to really reduce some of these stresses, and that's a huge stress. Uh, so I would love for you to take some naps in the afternoons uh, in the meantime. You know, even if you took a nap, like even if it was a 10 minutes, you lie down for 10 minutes and just imagined every cell of your body saying, uh, I love you. The, the four affirmations that we talk about a lot, uh, if you can write them down, it, it can, and you can imagine the way to do it is, we've talked about this a couple of times, so the way to do it is to imagine every cell of your body at the same time saying uh, the words, I love you, I accept you, I appreciate you, I forgive you. It's like you've got 70 trillion cells. They all have, uh, uh, you know, they all have little boy, uh, mouths and they're all going, I love you, I accept you, I appreciate you, I forgive you. It's a really, really big one for you. And as a matter of fact, the one thing that I'd like to leave you with, like what's different about this is I would love for you to spend 10 minutes in the afternoon Whenever you can, lying down on your bed, holding a pillow and saying, saying or, or imagining the cells of your body saying those four affirmations over and over again. Okay. Let's just let's start there. Okay, I can do that. Thank you. Thank you for your well, time. I, I appreciate and it I do, so much. I do have, 
and I do have some more information for you that I'd like to okay. uh, impart to you when, when we get a chance, okay? So let's please talk again. Okay, thank you, sir. In our one-on-one yes, -on -one call, thank okay? You, All right, thanks. Thank you. Yes. All right, take care. Okay. Bye-bye, cool. Right. cool. So let's talk to Tammy in Maine, please. Hi, John. Thank you for taking my call. Hi. My pleasure. Um, my question is, I've been, um, I've been, I'm a alumni from the 2017 New Year New You, and I absolutely yeah. love your program. I love every all your coaches and your team. Um, my Thank you. problem now is, I've been working. I went to Omega last summer, and cool. it was absolutely amazing. And I hooked up cool. with. I started doing some. Viva Meditation with Emily, Emily Fletcher's yeah. program. And yes. I've been working with Melinda since October yeah. doing Cellular Release. What Brilliant. I'm finding is I have a situation, that a living situation here where I take care of a friend that doesn't have any family who has stage yeah. four cancer. And he, yeah. this is, we're going into year four. He was fine yeah. for a while. He was in a clinical trial. It was very stressful. There's been a lot of clearing around that type of trauma. He's starting to decline, and I'm just yeah. trying to – I can feel like – I almost feel like my cortisol levels are going up again because yeah. I'm just <clears throat> waiting for the next shoe to drop or whatever. And I, I don't want to be as – he's managing his care. I was doing everything previously. And I've kind of yeah. stepped away from parts of it, but it's still, it's still, I work from home, so I see everything all the time. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just trying to kind of proactively, is there like one specific visualization that you think might be a good well, well, kind let's of, talk about whether you, the, what, let's, yeah. let's talk about what the issue is more specifically. Uh, I think there might be a number of issues that you're experiencing or feelings that you're experiencing. So one might be, you know, the, the sadness that you've got a friend that's declining. So that's, a, that's, a, that's a stressful mm -hmm. situation. But the other might be that you're in the midst of this and you've been giving and giving and giving. And while you enjoy giving, while you want to give, while it's important that you give, while there's no one else that can do the work, you know, all this kind of stuff, there's this sort of like, well, actually, I'm, a little, I'm kind of tired uh, mm -hmm. and I need to focus on myself a little bit. And even though mm -hmm. it's a, you know, all these things – you know, this feeling like like maybe you're forced to do it uh, because for maybe no one's putting a gun yeah. to your head, but no one else is going to do it. And, you know, so let's right. talk about that one for a second. And if you can tell me which one is coming up, like you're going to weigh them on a scale and balance and all like, what, what are we talking about here as far as what you're experiencing? I think um, at times I do get somewhat resentful because yeah. every now and then another uh, one of his other friends will come by and take him out or do something but yeah it's just kind of fallen upon me and I would never say no yeah. he's been my housemate yeah. for 20 plus years and yeah. but that's a that's a tough I situation really tired. Never, it is that you would never say no um is it possible also can we just look if there's another time in your life when something like this happened, and maybe it's not exactly this, but there's a feeling or you yes. saw maybe. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. It's a pattern. It's kind of a pattern yeah. I have that yes. I try to, a caregiver type pattern. Um, yeah. Back in, I'd lost a lot of weight in 2011 when I, I had been transferred away from Maine and I was allowed to move back here and work from home. I yeah. was Because I was happy when I moved back. Um, 
2013, yeah. my parents' house exploded, Oof. and there was a gas explosion across the street, and it was probably for about six months. I was kind of there. I would go there during the day while the insurance people were there and what have you, and then I'd go home. I'd come home and I'd work from like eight to midnight yeah. or four to midnight. Yeah. I'd get eight hours of work in, but that went on for about six months. And I had it. So it's been one situation. My ex-fiance yeah, was let's go, let's an go alcoholic. Back a lot so yeah, it's the caregiver. Let's start it's the with caregiver where it came type from. thing. Did you take care of your parents? Is like a, you said alcoholic. I didn't hear what you were saying. That like, no, did that you was take my care ex, of one of your that parents? was my ex. That no, that was my ex-fiance. Yeah. 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 And your parents. Uh, was there one that you had to take care of more than that, or wasn't, you know, like you felt like you had um, a parent? Was this or your brother after the, like, after taking a look after him? No, after, after the explosion, it was just, it was really hard on them, and it was just, yeah. I just had to kind of but be was, there. Yeah. Could, all right, so yeah. stay with me for a second, because I want to that's, mm-hmm. that was 2011, right? That was you are talking about. Yeah. And, and how old are you now? I just turned 50. See, this pattern, I feel like goes back, I feel like it, just from, it's just kind of coming to me intuitively, but also, uh, you know, in, in, in working with people for a long time, this pattern, I feel like if we really looked, we could go back a lot further on this pattern. Um, and uh, and so I'm, I'm inviting you to, to do that with me and just see if like, uh, is there, you know, growing up, uh, did you see someone else in this pattern? Like your mother, was she in this pattern? Or did you feel this pattern? At any time with friends or family or where, you know, you had to do it, somebody who no one else is going to do it. It's basically the pattern is no one else is going to do it. You you have to do it because no one else is going to do it. Exactly. And that was mostly with my family. My mother is clinically depressed. She's always been clinically depressed. Um, She's had a lot of health issues due to her depression. Um, But it is that kind of like if I don't do it. Yeah. Nobody else is going to do it. Yeah. Yep. So, so the point I want to make for you is that what's going on for you right now with your friend uh, is, is like, is, while it's seen, while it, in one hand it's, you know, it's very real, you know, that who's going to take care of them. There's, there's a whole story that you can't escape from. Well, you, maybe you can, but you, it seems like you can't escape from. It goes back a lot further. It's not just, it's not about him. It's yeah. not just about him. It's it's really about it's it's really about something that happened, you know, in, in terms of uh, possibly, as you just said, your experience with your mother and feeling unsupported yourself, possibly, because let's face it, your mother is supposed to be the one that's taking care of you when you're a little kid. You need that. that that's what what is rightfully what you do, what you're meant to have as a, as a child. And you didn't maybe necessarily have that. And instead, you had to take care of her. And I feel like th- there's a wound there. And, that, and, and life is giving you these different situations to help you uh, heal the wound. Because, and what's possible, what, what's coming to me, what's possible is that the wound is, hey, who's going to take care of me? I need to take care of, you know, who's going to take care of me? Uh, uh, I, and, and, there's, and so life it puts you in these situations where you're forced to think about somebody else to the point where it hurts, to the point where it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, where it's causing you stress, where it's not what you want, but no one else is going to do it. And then there's this voice, this little girl inside you that's saying, who's going to take care of me? Right. 
Does that make, does that sound right to you? Does that make sense? Yes, it, it really does. Yeah. So so I want to talk to that girl. I want you to talk to that girl. I want you to be in touch with that girl, and I want you to give that girl what she needs. I want you to take care of that girl. And you taking care of that girl means in this situation, because life's giving you an opportunity. It's not really about this situation. And if, you, and if it wasn't this situation, it would be another situation you were in. But mm-hmm. you can use this situation as an opportunity to work through this issue. Uh, at a certain point, you're like, the, the, uh, what I would love to see, and, it's, it's a, and it is uncomfortable, it's a delicate balance, is some kind of conversation around the fact that, hey, I know that you know, this is a really tough situation and I love you and I'm going to, I'm going to be there when I can, but right now I need to take care of me. That's what I need. And, uh, you know, I can come around, I can check on you, I can help you organize that other people will take care of you. But right now I need to take care of me. And, uh, and, and I feel like life is kind of putting you in that situation, uh, to, to get you to that place. And even if you can't do that right now or even before you do that, I would love for you in your meditations mm-hmm. and visualizations to, to take care of that little girl. Even if you okay. went back, even if you went back in a visualization, we do this one healing technique that I think is really effective called recreating your past. Uh, because your, your body doesn't, your body always, always lives in the present moment doesn't know anything about the past. So when you visualize something happening, your, your body doesn't know it's not real and it thinks it's happening right now. So you can go, when, you're in a visual, when you're doing your visualizations, you can go back to that young girl and take care of her and say, you know what, I'm going to take care of you. Uh, you Maybe mm-hmm. your mom will say, yeah. I'm here for you. I'm always here. Yeah. So you're having this conversation, I'm always here for you. And, and you can relive very quickly, you know, over like a one-minute, two-minute period, you can relive all the significant events of your childhood and be there, rewrite them so that you're there. And you go, you know what? I'm here. I'm taking care of you. It's okay. Uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to be okay. And if you do that leading up to this present moment, including 2011, or, you know, all, every significant moment leading up to now, you will feel significantly nourished and empowered to take the right course of action right now. Uh, because one course of action is to do what you're doing now, which clearly isn't right. The other course of action is a rebound effect where you go, I need to take care of me, you know, and, and that's that rebound may not yeah, be, but, there, not but gonna, there's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But there's another course of action that's going to be right where your boundaries are going to be really strong. Uh, but at the same time, you can be a source of support for a friend. And that's the, ba- and that's the place where you need to come to by healing this little girl inside you that says, I need to take care of that. Who's going to take care of me? Does that make sense? It does. It really does. Thank you. Cool. So that's what I, that's what I would work on for, for now. Great. Awesome. Thank you very awesome. much. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. My pleasure. Cool. So, so thanks, everyone. Um, uh, as I mentioned, you know, when I was talking to Jacqueline, that I wanted to speak to her in, that, in, in our one-on-one. We do have – this is probably the last year they're going to do one-on-one calls. Uh, so when you want to speak to me, I would suggest that you wait a month before you book your one-on-one call with me, because I want, you'll get more out of it because then whatever's working or not working at that point, we can, we can refine it. If we do it right now, there's just so much information. I, I, uh, you, we wouldn't know what to focus on, what's working for you, what's not working for you. In a month from now, you'll say, look, I'm doing all these things. 
I'm probably not doing this one thing, or maybe we need to do this other thing. This is what stuck in terms of creating the healthy habits. This is what didn't. But that's really what we're trying to do is create these healthy habits. Uh, so that's what we'll have that, that conversation. Uh, so you want to book that appointment in about a month from now once, you're, once you've established what's really, really working. But in the meantime, focus on creating these healthy habits. Focus on healing at every level of your body. As you can see in this very call, there were several instances where there's there's healing that needs to be done of a, of a, a you know a, a, an inner child a, a little girl or that, that needed help or healing or a little boy that needs healing uh, there's digestive healing that needs to be done there's nutritional healing that needs to be done and all of these things lead to sustainable weight loss because they take the stresses away uh, that cause your body to hold on to weight this is dealing with the real issues and you can get to all those different places. Uh, by doing the visualizations, by adding healthy foods, and by uh, having healthy liquids throughout the day, just the basic action steps that we have, they, are, they seem simple, but they really, really work, and they build on each, on each other. As Nadia will tell you if you, if you ask her, um, and if I, as a matter of fact, let's just bring Nadia back uh, one more time just to make sure we've, uh, uh, we've covered everything we need to cover. Hi, John. Hey, Nadia. Hi. I was just going to say, and, and you've experienced this too, where you have this uh, positive momentum where it just builds over time, where you're craving healthier foods and you're learning how to cook healthier and you have more energy and you're not craving the junk food anymore and it just gets easier and easier to be healthier and, and fit. This is, a, this is a journey that you've experienced too, is that right? Oh, I really have. And it has been a yeah. journey. Like I always tell people it didn't happen overnight. So you really, it really is important to engage your patients yeah. and your self-love and just add things in little by little. And that's what I did. I just added little things in as I went along. And over time, now I look back and my life is dramatically different than it was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like night and day. And for me, too. And that's what I wish for all of you. Just focus on these little things, these little ways of, you know, you, you find a healthy, you, you like crackers or whatever, and you find a healthy, healthier version of the cracker or the chip or the pizza or whatever it is. Uh, you have a breakthrough from the visualizations. Uh, all these little things that, that happen, uh, they, they create a snowball effect. And, it, and your life, six months, a year, three years, five years, now it's night and day different than what it otherwise would be. And that's what I wish for all of you. Uh, by simply, uh, and you can achieve that by simply taking the, the action steps. Uh, you can refer back to the members area as often as you want, whenever you want, and reach out to us in the, in the Facebook group. And Nadia, I just want to thank you for all of your uh, time and effort and wisdom. Uh, you've been a tremendous source of support for all of us. So thanks for that. Thanks. Thank you, John. And thank you for everything you've done. And, and, uh, and thanks also, Aaron, Geraldine, Amir, and everyone else that's helping out. And uh, we will speak to you real soon. So take care, everyone. And uh, wishing you tremendous success. Thanks. Thanks for joining me on this Ask John Call-In Day. For any questions I was unable to get to in this call, I'll post my written responses in the forum for your reference. I appreciate you taking time to join me here, and I look forward to connecting again with you soon.